Welcome to your daily affirmations. Repeat after me, working with others is easier than ever. I strive for perfect collaboration. Our teamwork keeps getting better. Yeah, affirmations are great, but Monday.com can really get you the teamwork you desire. Work together easily and share files, updates, data, and just about anything you want all in one platform. Affirm yes to start. Or tap the banner to go to Monday.com. This episode is brought to you by Paramount+. Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount+. Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG-13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Lucky Land Casino, asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, everybody. I'm Dan. And I'm Mike. So this is 15 Minute Film Fanatics, and this is one of our one-shot episodes. These are where we don't do the full treatment. They usually actually occur when one of us texts the other one, or we just start talking, and some movie-related subject comes up, and one of us says, let's hit record, let's do a one-shot. So we were just talking about, I mentioned to Mike whether or not he had seen House of Gucci, directed by Ridley Scott, and you have not, Mike, right? Absolutely not. You have not seen it, right? We talked, I was talking about how Jared Leto it, it, like changed his whole appearance. And I read something about the whole process he went through to change his physical appearance for the film. And I said to Mike, I happen to say, I'm a little tired of people, of actors going through this whole, you know, almost like, you know, this fake plastic surgery to, to look like somebody. Like we said, Jessica Chastain now to look like Tammy Faye and things like that. And I, I'm just, I'm just kind of weary of actors, of, of the praise heaped upon the makeup job to make an actor look like somebody that actually lived, whether or not we know what that person looked like at all. Any society gets the art they deserve. Let me just say that. Any society gets the art they deserve. You, you know what this is. This is, and I don't know who was the first. This is a historical question. If you're a listener and you actually know, let us know. But you know that somebody underwent the first physical transformation for a role, showed up and had gained 100 pounds or something to the set. Something happened. Variety put out some article about somebody how somebody looked different in a movie. And it generated so much buzz for Variety that then the gimmick started to be how could we incorporate physical transformations into castings so that the buzz around a movie could be generated. It's like when Dustin Hoffman was in every movie and everybody wanted to know what his method for the movie was like, like what he did, you know, he'd, he'd be like a submarine captain. So he would, you know, bury himself in a coffin for six months and, and practice, you know, just talking to himself under, you know, underneath the ground so that he could get used to confined spaces. It's so, and, and the focus on the method, is such a symptom of the underlying disease of the failure to appreciate art. That's what I mean when you get 
the movies that you deserve well, and, and they're just going to keep making these well what's funny about that is you know because of course we, we all know and love lon chaney man of a thousand faces that's different though like that's different like that's that's celebrating the gimmick very early on in the history of film right but now we see things like remember like Charlize theron praised for like how bad she looked in that movie monster or emma stone looked like billy jean king like that's or or daniel day lewis as lincoln like that's what that's what that's what i'm trying to think about and i still don't understand movies about recent or contemporary historical events with people who just look like the people who were involved just for the sake of looking like the people who were involved like why why do you need a movie about gucci or the or the ricardos is it not funnier to just sit and watch two episodes of i love lucy is that <laughs> no, not exactly. a better use of 60 minutes that's a great example right so all the buzz on how how much nicole kidman look, look like like okay like that's that, like that, that that doesn't that's my that's what i that's why i wanted to hit record because that doesn't really impress me anymore i was very impressed when i saw joaquin phoenix play johnny cash and it was fine the kid doesn't look exactly like johnny cash he looks he looks kind of like him and he it, like he evokes johnny cash through his performance i think johnny cash had a couple of sweaty nervous breakdowns and joaquin's phoenix like he, he joaquin phoenix has his bread and butter like the way he made his career is on Our the sweaty, sweaty nervous breakdown breakdowns okay and, and so I, I think that that's why that's such a good overlap yeah, maybe it is a good overlap, but I think I think he carries off like like you know they didn't try to get a different actor who looked less like Johnny Cash and put and dye his hair and, and give him a new jaw and stuff like that. That's why I think that performance actually works. But no, I'm with you. But like, does Paul Muni look like Louis Pasteur? <laughs> right, exactly. Does Henry Fonda look like Lincoln? Right, exactly. That's exactly what I'm talking about. So it's funny. You also reminded me of how you know when Cole Porter's biopic came out. As a joke, they said to Cole Porter, well, who do you want to play you in, in the biography movie of your life? And he said, well, Cary Grant, who wouldn't? So Cary Grant plays him in the film Night and Day, which is hilarious because he looks nothing like him, but it's like a dream version of yourself. But Cole Porter's persona in the songs that he writes is equivalent Cary- to who Cary Grant is on screen. It's like Mozart. It's a, it's it's essentially meant to be pleasant. It's meant to be light. It's meant to be both weighty, but effortless in order to understand and enjoy, right? You could pick apart a Cole Porter song. There's a lot to be impressed about. There's a lot of funny moments, but if there's an overall aura of pleasure that surrounds them, even if you can't remember the specifics, it's impossible to write a yeah. list of why you like Cary Grant. You just like Cary Grant. So right. that, that kind of makes sense. That does make sense. But of course, and of course, like when you hear a Cole Porter song, when you hear, I get a, I get a kick out of you or something, you can imagine like that, that you can imagine if Cary Grant could sing, this is what he'd sound like, right? You know, like if, if you know, John Wayne could sing, maybe he'd sound like Johnny Cash. Um, what's your take then on, because of course the greatest transformation I think physically is when De Niro made Raging Bull. Now, I don't think that's cheesy at all. I mean, that's, and he goes through that whole process to, to change his physical appearance in order to evoke the different stages of Jake LaMotta's life. Sure. That's like stopping at a roadside attraction on your way somewhere good, but you were on your way somewhere good. You know what I mean? As opposed to just getting out in the cars for the roadside attraction, right? Like, and, and if you're making a great film, and De Niro's in it, and Joe Pesci's in it, and Scorsese wrote the script, and you're directing. It's about Paul Schrader the, wrote the script. Right? Paul Schrader, and it's about the the descent of of a, a would be great American into a would be great American in his own mind. And there's a physical transformation. Okay, I'm not saying that that detracts anything, yeah. and it and it may be additive, but the it seems to me that the whole point of making these movies is just to get your eyeballs for 90 minutes because somebody kind of looks like somebody, somebody else. else. Right. That's, and that, that's exactly, exactly the problem. Now here's an example. Here's another weird example. That's going to, that we'll have to see what you think about this in the film of the elephant man, 
William Hurt is done up 18 hours of makeup every day to look like John Merrick. And, to, and you know, when you first see when you when, when Anthony um, Hopkins opens the door and he screams and you get to see him on, you know, all the, the best makeup money can buy. Right now, of course, do you know how John Merrick was played on the stage in the play of the Elephant Man upon which the film was based? I don't No makeup. The, the, the playwright with the whole idea was the actor's expressions and other actors reactions to him would, would suggest his deformity. But when David Lynch made the film, he said, no, we're going to put actually all the makeup on him. So that's kind of interesting, too, is like, what do you what do you want? The, what do you want the viewer to see when they look at that character? When you see it in the theater, you know, David Bowie famously played, played him on Broadway. When you see it in the theater, there's no makeup. And that's like the, that's like the, the big innovation. But then when it was done on screen, the innovation was we're going to make this look exactly like the photographs of the actual guy. David Lynch is a genius. And I I trust. Right. It, it's like strength and white. It's like if you're going to if you're a genius, be one. So I'm not saying that that's a that that's a rule that may be an exception that yeah, proves the rule. But if you're David Lynch and you're a genius, you just do what you're going to do. All right. Well, thanks for listening, everybody. That was our quick discussion on people changing their physical selves for the sake of a movie. All right. Um, now, of course, this does not count for. Roddy McDowell in Planet of the Apes because of course that is very good and that was that is you know absolutely great cinema so thanks for listening everybody bye bye with the Lucky Land Slots you can get lucky just about anywhere this is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.